Hello, and welcome to episode number 140 of the NeuroProCo podcast. You may or may not hear an air conditioner in the background, but hopefully not. In any event, this is our big San Diego Comic-Con. All the movie previews were a little bit late on it, but whatever. They're uh, discussing also a little brief uh, review of Atomic Blonde, but mostly talking about all of the previews that came out at San Diego Comic-Con, Thor Ragnarok, Stranger Things, Season 2, Bright, which everyone, I think, was confused about. If you haven't, go check out. I might link in doobly-doo for all of these previews that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. And, of course, a lot of discussion of Ready Player One. No podcast next week. There, uh, yeah, I'm going to be away again, so there isn't going to be a podcast going up next week. But the following week, probably going to be another episode of Anime Nostalgia. And then after that, there's going to be some more guest-type stuff. There probably will be a Dark Tower review thrown in somewhere there as well. Not really any plugs this week, although continue to watch if you haven't. If you have cable, watch you can do better on True TV. It's every Tuesday night at 10:30 p.m. Abby Crutchfield, uh, Matt Lackowitz in that. Check that out. That shows a lot of fun. And also keep your eye on at Neuroproco on Twitter. Been live tweeting as much as we can. Game of Thrones and Preacher and a couple other live tweets coming up. And like I said, there's gonna be some giveaways and possibly, possibly a live event coming up at some point in the fall. So uh, keep your eye on at NerdProQuo at Twitter and keep uh, checking in on the site, on the site www.nerdproquo.com. And as always, if you like this, hit subscribe, leave comments, leave a review on iTunes. It does help us. They're going to be going up in a couple other venues, the episodes, in a little bits probably by the end of august in the meantime out enjoy this episode episode number 140 of the nerd Quote podcast short little atomic blonde review and our big san diego comic-con roundup preview prowl blah 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 roundup yep briefly we did see atomic blonde uh it was fun. It's a fun movie. Not as good as John Wick. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. And as not as and it's definitely not what they're it's I wa- kind of wanted it to be, but it wasn't what they're promoting it as, which it's, is the female James Bond. It's a great soundtrack. Yeah. Interesting that they said it in the 80s during the the fall of the Berlin Wall. Like there's a lot of interesting choices in the movie, but I think like I I think it's it's uh I I wouldn't in hindsight I don't know that I would have seen it in the theater well we didn't know yeah know, of course not yeah know, but so i mean it was fun i don't regret it it was fun yeah i don't so regret it either i'm just saying like for people who are debating whether they should see it yeah. or not, it's a solid might, movie might, yeah. but you're not gonna get blown away by yeah, it yeah. you know uh it's not gonna sneak up on you it's not yeah, sneak, it's a solid it's spy it's a fun solid good. spy movie okay uh not extraordinary by any means great soundtrack uh and charlie steering is you know, she's she's defined herself as as an action star, redefined herself, or redefined, yeah, herself, yeah. you know, with her last few roles. Yeah, um, yeah, um, that and uh, I guess trailers, um, Stranger Things, man. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it just 
I was gonna say we like pause for a minute, but no, we can just keep going. I might, I might, if we talk enough about this, I might split this into a second episode because I was gonna do a whole separate episode. Oh really? Oh, we could definitely do you know table this for another. No, 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 because it, you know now that we're on the topic, let's just keep talking. Okay. Because it's not like it's it's not late or anything. Right. Like we can, um, we can definitely. So Comic Con trailers San Diego over the past Comic-Con. week. Over the past week, we 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 had a chance to see a lot of. Trailers coming out of San Diego Comic Con, and they give us a lot to talk about and look ahead to next year. So, where do we? I mean, you what start- have you guys seen? What trailers have you seen? Okay, Stranger Things. Yeah. Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. That's what yes! I want to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Have you seen the new Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok? Justice League. Uh, if you guys have seen it, I do kind of want to discuss Bright. Have you seen Bright? Never heard of it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. The, yeah, the, 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 the Netflix weird, movie. The weird Netflix the movie weird with Will Netflix Smith. Movie will, yeah, they've yeah, mixed like, yeah. it's like Very, a, a buddy. It's bizarre. It's like Bad Boys, but Whoa. with but with like fairy I, things dude, in it. Dude, really? Okay, hold on. Pause. Hey, we're pausing. Pause. We're watching. Hold on. We're going to come back to it. Oh, my God. Ready Player One. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh we would kind of... It just dawned on me that there were so many other like pop culture references featured in that because I totally missed out on Deadpool um, and just the Akira cycle. Akira. I thought it was, like, I thought it was the like, Akira cycle, but is. I wasn't sure. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, they they don't have permission to do to use all That's, these. I, I'm still, I still boggles I'm, my mind how they managed to get rights to a lot of this stuff because even Spielberg himself. And we're talking about Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, even Spielberg himself said that a lot of his own properties are off limits. Really? Yes, he said this. But the at the same time, the book incorporates some major themes and major elements of his from his some of his films. It's amazing that it, you know what it reminds me of, although this probably took a lot more legal wrangling because when the movie I'm about to bring up was made, they didn't have as much of like intentional, uh, an intellectual property law as they have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit would be impossible uh, to make today. Oh yeah. If you go and if you go back and watch that film and consider how many different cartoon properties are in that and mm-hmm. and who owns all of those properties mm-hmm. there's disney properties in there there's hanna barbera properties in there there's warner brothers there's like obscure like mm-hmm. like stuff that's not owned by any major company but the, and there's stuff that they made up for yeah. that but like you know bugs bunny is in it all the major disney characters like pre like a lot of stuff are in that like the Hanna Barbera characters are in that. Like it's it's insane. Yeah. But at the same time, it's 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 doable because if you look at films like Wreck It Ralph, yeah, that have yeah, characters from a bunch of like classic video games, and they're all tossed in there. And now I see here the sequel is going to have like Mario, Luigi, Sonic, and a bunch of other that they couldn't get the well, rights to. That could he couldn't get the yeah, rights to. The so it probably makes sense that because Steven Spielberg is not. You don't typically see him directing many films from Warner Brothers. Usually they come from Universal, Amblin Entertainment. Which is uh, his company. DreamWorks, which is I think is also his company. So the fact that it's, this is a Warner Brothers production probably has a lot to do with the clout that they may have in terms of 
leveraging and getting all of those characters and all right. those properties into the one film. It's going to be interesting. I'm a little... Like, I haven't read the... I have to read the book. I don't know why I haven't read the book yet. You should all read the book. But but it's... I... I we discussed this before. I'm a little... I mean, it's Spielberg, so I, I have a certain amount of trust that Spielberg has built up from all of the movies that he's I made. I mean, he does, he has messed up sometimes yeah, on a couple of films before. <clears throat> indie 4. <clears throat> indie what? Indie. Oh, oh. that's well, not his fault, that's though. Not, that's I not his fault. I blame though. him. I, uh, the two that people usually knock for him are, are two that I don't actually blame him for. Uh, indie 4, I don't blame him for. AI, I don't blame him for. Hey, I like that film. Right up until the very end, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a very good film. But but, like yeah, uh, he is very rare. Even the not so great films still have great elements to yeah. them. Super um, eight. Yeah. Uh, well, Even that, though he I, didn't but, really direct but that, that, doesn't count. He produced yeah, he that. Produced I thought that. he did that. No, uh, that's J. J. Abrams. that's Abrams. Oh, okay. Uh. So yeah, it's it's kind of like so I trust him especially with this kind of property. I trust him. That being said, I'm concerned because the pop culture nostalgia overload that it is. I'm afraid that the actual film as a film, there're things like I haven't read the book so I can't comment on this, but there're things that work really well in book form yeah. because you have you can be expansive in certain mm. elements that you that even as much this has nothing to do with effects or anything like that we've oppressed so far now with effects that none of that really matters yeah. that being said this movie couldn't have been made 10 15 minutes, years ago even maybe even five years ago i don't think this movie mm-hmm. could have been made that being said i'm worried that there will be an overload uh, a reference overload yeah that's my worry as well that it's that it, it'll it'll overshadow that it'll be it'll be a a like a visual feast and a very weirdly like almost in the same way when we were talking about Valerian right which we haven't seen yet but like Luc Besson and I I because I I trust Spielberg as a director I almost think yeah, this won't I happen do too. but that kind of like that thing where like the spectacle of it is going to overwhelm anything being grounded or you caring yeah. anything about the characters. Right. And that's, you know, if you, if you analyze both the stranger, the strange stranger things to trailer and ready player one, which are both nostalgia in inducing, yeah. uh, uh, you know, film and, and series, but what stranger things gets right is that they put story and character development first, and yeah, they do. The, the, you're going to see some throwbacks and some hints at their inspiration from other films. My fear is that with Ready Player One, it's going to be the exact opposite. Yeah, it's just going to be a reference free for all, and just you're just going to throw all these reference at you, and then place the story and the character second. The book does not do that. Yeah, the book is a is a completely unique and original story about a, a young boy who uh, escapes through a, a VR medium called the Oasis, and that's where the whole adventure starts. Um, and yeah, throughout the story, you're, 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 you, 
you're hinted at references from a ton of different movies and video games from 80s and 90s, uh, which really, you know, when, when you come across it, you get like a, you know, it, it, you, 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 it pumps you up to, okay, so what's going to happen next? And, but you're following the story uh, up to a, a, a really awesome climax uh, and a very satisfying um, conclusion. So hopefully that'll be the, that they'll follow through with the film and and you'll you'll get instances in in the movie where they'll they'll come at you with all these different references from films and as you saw in the trailer you know you you see uh, you you see Harley Quinn and you see Freddy Krueger and 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 Deadpool Iron Giant Iron Giant which I don't really recall from the book but I suspect that Iron Giant is being substituted for another giant in the movie in the in the book rather uh but if it works it, i mean if it can make it work although film, i would love to see both of those characters in this movie like, yeah that would be uh because would i be don't it. know i don't know necessarily whether the rights to that other character are i i i, I don't know whether it's a spoiler to reveal this or not uh yeah it kind of is so i would okay yeah. okay but but uh, i don't know whether the rights to that other character are anything that are super contentious yeah, yeah uh, i won't even tell you who I am 90% sure owns the rights to that character because it'll probably, if you know, if you know enough that we're saying that Iron Giant might be the replacement, if I tell you who owns the rights to that character, you will know exactly who the character is. Right. So um, I won't we'll even leave it say, at that. I won't even say that. Uh, that being said, Stranger Things, God damn it. I mean, so many. Uh, well executed trailer. That extremely was well. a perfectly executed trailer giving us just enough uh, in terms of, you know, callback to characters that we loved, yeah. as well as hints at the next level of horror or villainy that these kids are going to have to it face. It also looks like the scale of it, like, they upped a yeah. lot. The budget, uh, I'm assuming, is going to be a lot bigger. Yeah. You know, instead of just, like, one scary villain, mm -hmm. you know, magnify that, like, a thousand times because it's not a, it's not even thing. but it it's not even like a scary villain the thing that i actually with the upside down that i uh even they're making a series out of this and i'm just like why why are you doing that uh out of another stephen king uh property i mean we did see the preview for it which is uh, i'm not a, seeing that yeah i I'm might i might i'll see that. it when it comes out and i have know. a thing for clowns can't. it's okay yeah oh. can't do it I I will I will see it when it comes. I probably won't see it in the theater. Uh, but that being said, it reminds me of the mist. The upside down reminds me. Oh, I me heard of the that mist. this is uh, going to be a series. Somewhere. I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing it as a series. Yeah, no monsters but, in the series, from what I heard. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. No monsters. Um, but uh, also a movie. By the way, the the mist uh, really underrated. Really? Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, also has one of the. I most haven't seen it, but I thought it was gonna suck. It it's it, and that's the reason why you think it's gonna stink, and then you see it, and you're like, "There's a lot of cool monsters in it, a lot of really gruesome deaths, a little bit of an excessive use of CGI, uh, some once like without spoiling really any. Well, the basic plot of the mist is you find out like it's similar kind of to. Uh, I don't know if in the book, I don't remember in the book whether 
it's this is revealed, but it's similar to Stranger Things where like uh, the military was doing experiments with like reaching into another dimension and they actually accidentally like broke a barrier and now all the things from the other it, like the, this mist descends on every on this town and then all the things from the other world kind of invade this town and the movie there's a lot of cool creatures like I said a little bit excessive use of CGI some really gruesome like death scenes that are very cool once and it takes place in like uh, it's a very contained story right up until the end not really spoiling anything but when the main character leaves this uh essentially a convenience store, like a supermarket that they're all trapped in. Uh, and he goes, and he decides that, like, we have to leave, we can't stay here. And you see, like, there's one scene where, like, you see, like, one of the other creatures that's from this other dimension, and it's it's basically this giant, like, Cthulhu thing. Uh, also ends on one of the most super bummer of like any movie I've ever seen in my life. Like it's, it's what it is. It's, it's a, yeah, I won't spoil it, but it's one of those things where you get to the end. Bad or is this the fact that it ends very terribly? It, it ends in a kind of, in, yeah, it, well, it ends both sad, sad and horrifying because, uh, and I won't tell you what it is, but the main character essentially ends up having to make a choice about what to do next. And then right after he, like literally like five minutes after he makes that choice, he, he realizes or learns that it was the wrong one. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. I'll and check it, out and it ends on such a, it's such a, it's amazing. If only because you're just like, wow, that's a really it almost makes all the monsters... It's almost more horrifying than all of the monsters in the whole movie. You're just like, oh, that's so fucked up. That's so messed up that that's what the end is. Uh, but yeah, just Stranger Things, God, like the, the fact that there's a mon- There's other monsters in this world. I think that big thing is just like another monster. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Demi-Gorgon. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole Ghostbusters thing <laughs> just kills me. Uh, the fact that they didn't, I mean, I thought maybe that they were going to hold off on this, but the, I think it was actually a very smart decision to let you know that Eleven is still alive and that she's going to be in it right in the preview yeah. was kind of like, we don't have to, I, like, there are some people who might be like, oh, I wish they had held out on that, but I'm almost like, no, 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 it's good that we know that. <laughs> and finding out like when she's, we don't know when she's going to show up in the series. Right. We don't know how yeah. that's going to play out. But just knowing that, I feel like as someone who watched, as we all felt yeah. after watching that first season, it's just like, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we kind of had an idea that she was still alive, but, but it was, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. And also, perfect preview thing where they cut to black, and that's the, like, after the build-up, the build-up, the build, like, it's, it's such a well-done preview. So excited, can't wait till, literally can't wait till October. Um, Defenders, solid. It, solid. It's, it, it's interesting. Yeah, this this trailer Netflix's version of the Avengers. One, one of the I don't know. I know I know one of the trailers. I the one we just saw didn't show it, but uh, it did it did show 
You did confirm that Punisher is going to be in it. In the Defenders? Yes. That's weird. I don't know whether that's... I saw it in another trailer. I did too. I don't know whether that's like... Associated with the Defenders? Official? Or maybe... I don't know whether that was a thing that was cut into the beginning, whether he's actually going to be in Defenders or not. Like, that's, that's a... It, the way that played when I I know what you're talking about when I watched that preview, I did see something I, I did too and I watched that trailer and the way it's cut seems weird it seems like oh, okay like it was fan made not no that not that it was fan made but also but that this might be a clip from an actual Punisher or something else it 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 it, it doesn't fit it, it's at the beginning I wouldn't it's be surprised strange. if he makes an appearance. Of though. course, of course not. But it's still like... I'm hoping it's a, it's he a does, little, Yeah, of course I am too. I'm super concerned about a Punisher series. I think I might have brought this up before. I'm really, I'm really concerned that that... How? I think he's, he is uh, in a different way, but he's similar to Captain America in, this, in that respect. He's, oh, okay. he's really good and amazing when he has a character like Daredevil to play off of yeah. when you have a contrast to him. Okay. On his own, he I don't know whether he... And I, I've said this, I think this is like maybe the third or fourth, so you know I'm sounding like a broken record right now, but like there are a couple really tropey ways of making... Because you have to make... In order to make him compelling, you almost, you have to kind of make his villains worse than he is and there's a bunch of super tropey ways of doing that that i'm really tired of seeing on screen and and the two are almost always someone who hurts women and someone who hurts children and it's just i i don't i don't need to see that anymore because you need to justify what frank is doing right uh if if he doesn't have a character like daredevil to bounce that morality off of uh unless you just play him as a nut bar which is kind of how, or you make it kind of hyper, like exaggerated, which I don't think it's a good movie, but it's really entertaining to watch if you've never seen it. Punisher Warzone, Warzone is, is kind of a trap. It's not a good movie in my opinion. But if you want to see, it is in some ways Punisher done right, but it's Punisher done right in a very hyper exaggerated form. Where like, there are dialogue. There's dialogues, and the char- there are characters that are super comic booky in that, and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on where you fall on that, it, yeah, it's I it's think, almost yeah. like a high Punisher Wars. We're on a. I'm off on a weird tangent here, but it's okay. Uh, Punisher War Zone is almost like a hyper violent Dick Tracy, is the way I will put it. <laughs> the the Warren Betty it. like, and when you, if you watch Punisher War Zone, I think you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like a hyper... It's closer to Sin City than, than anything else. But yeah, Defenders, I'm excited. I'm hopeful to see a different showrunner handling, handling Iron Fist and the Iron Fist characters. Because, <laughs> uh, God, was Iron Fist just so painful. I actually did watch it again, and it was doubly painful to watch wow. it again. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Not, I didn't watch I mean, the whole series. I watched like parts of it just to be like, is, was this as bad? Yes, it was as bad as I remember it being. You hate watched it then? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, super excited to see whoever Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver is another one of those actors who I'm just like, I don't get. Do whatever. you know the villain that she's playing? No, I don't. I, I, uh, not off the top of my head, I don't know who she's playing. 
the impression, I, unless she turns out to be someone else, is she's a character they created for the series. Uh, she might turn out to be someone else. I don't know. I, and it might turn out to be another one of those things that when they tell us who she is, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I should have known that. I don't know who she is like off okay. the top of my head, though. Uh, so, yeah, excited about Defenders. That's in like two weeks, too. Like that. Yeah, that's coming up soon. Uh, and then you got Thor Ragnarok. That's... Uh, I, it just confirms that I'm really going to be excited. And I like the humor is what gets me, you know. Yeah, it's um, going to be. And, nice. I, and I especially like the fact that they're going to build off of, like, they're, the rivalry between Thor and Hulk. We're going to continue yeah. that. How do we feel um, about talking Hulk? I like Hulk. it. Yeah, I, I, didn't, like it I had so a far. little mixed feeling, feelings about it, but I was like, no, no. It's, From what I heard, this the Hulk has been Hulk for, like, a couple years straight without huh. banner emerging huh. that that often so i think this is going to be a more evolved hulk that we've okay. seen okay okay and it's just that there's there i like the kind of number one so excited that the guy's directing it i'm still excited i, I need to watch his film he's I've such never a seen weird left of field of choice that i'm i'm just hyper excited Wait, about it which director is this taiki Taiko, uh, Taiko Waikiki, I want to say. Like yeah, I, I always get his name wrong. Uh, he did the, they live in the shadows I don't, or what they I do wanna, in the shadows. I, I don't think it's on Netflix. I'm going to have to check again. If it is, we it's might have to start watching Amazon. it right after. The, oh, it's on Amazon. It's okay. on Amazon. It's on my queue. Bummer. Uh, is it free on Amazon? Oh, or Taika or Wait, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's free on Prime. Uh, if you could, if you already shelled out the eighty bucks for Prime. yeah, that's a really left field. It's a really left. He field. directed Green Lantern. No, he didn't. He was in Green Lantern. Oh, he was in. Okay, okay. Yeah, Whoa. he was. Yeah, he played a. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the. Yeah, name he actor. he's an actor. He played the uh, the mechanic, his friend. Never mind. I'm not gonna rewatch it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Okay, but yeah, yeah, super excited about that. Uh, just just Kate Blanchett as as Hella is it's so freaking hot. hot, and definitely a weird evil queen, like you know, evil queen from Snow White thing, where that's you like the villainess more than. That's Kate Blanchett. That's Kate Blanchett. Yeah. No she could, way. She could play yeah. anybody, dude. Like I love her so much, Wait, and she's so I gotta see hot. This. Oh, it is. It's yeah. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, so excited. About you didn't know that? That's, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't know it either, and, but she's hotter as a brunette. She is. Uh, but just if you like, because if you don't like think about this, you, you have to like, she can play any, she's like a, the person that I've always compared her to is that she is the, I, I both hate making this comparison because it's like, I hate doing the, she's the female this as if like, that's, she has to be defined by, but it's just a comparison. That's like, who's the actor that you can compare her to? And it happens to be a male actor. So she is female Gary Oldman. Mm, okay. Where it's just like, Hella is completely different from even a lot of Galadriel. Her. Galadriel is completely different than the character she plays in. Uh, if you've ever seen, oh god, what's the movie with the the girl, the little girl? 
Jesus. And she plays like a southerner in that uh, with a southern accent, and it's hilarious. Uh, she was also in a movie, this movie with Billy Bob Thornton, where she played like a con- like a midwestern, like, and she's completely convincing she as all she of those characters. Um, yeah. Very impressive. It's gonna it's gonna bother me that I can't think of the name of this movie. Uh, Sarche Ronan is in it. It was like her breakout role. She plays like this little kid who's uh, was like genetically designed to be a killer. Jesus, I wish it's it's the name of a, the character too. I can't remember the movie. You're gonna have to go look this up. But in the meantime, just so excited. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, also another one. Who I'm just like, <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Man. I just want to I see Goldblum wait. being Goldblum. Goldblum being Goldblum, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really act. He's just being himself. Yeah. Uh, it's so, oh, God, it's. Yeah, I'm. It, it looks like it's going to be because the, the, the other Thor movies were kind of crap. Um, and that's, yeah. that's putting it mildly. Um, they weren't terrible, but they were the weaker of most of the other. We've Marvel. had this discussion yeah. about how how you really don't like the first Captain America. I I think it's okay. I, I didn't like. Yeah. I still think that the two horror movies are the, the worst of the bunch. Not the worst, but the, the weakest films. Yeah. Some of that has to do with the fact that, to be perfectly honest, Chris Hemsworth is the worst actor of all of those. All of the people. Yeah. Or it's just not, it wasn't, I could have used better direction or better writing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the fact that it was. The deep. first Thor movies was, you know, it's okay. It ba- hit that balance. I like the fact that in this one, I mean, people have complained that like the Marvel house style has become very jokey, like very quippy, even when it's not necessarily yeah. appropriate. But uh, are you just like Googling pictures of Kate Blanchett? Is yeah. that what you're doing? Right yeah. now? <laughs> it's fair. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Um, but the fact that just Thor and Thor's universe is, when you actually think about it and you see it on screen, is ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that they're kind of embracing the ridiculousness yeah. of his I whole, like that, like, though, because I mean, the first few movies, they wanted to ground him on Earth. And, it and was make just, him, that, especially Thor: The Dark World. They tried to make him too serious, and it yeah. just doesn't work. It yeah, doesn't no. work when you try and make him. He's too ridiculous. Like as a character, he's the Marvel Thor is too ridiculous a character to like ground too much. Uh, and the fact that they're just it looks like they're just completely letting go of that for this movie, yeah, and making it almost like pseudo pseudo guardians, like. Because he saw the success of Guardians, so they they can follow in that in that style, and just let it all take place in Asgard. In, you know, in Asgard, it's not even on Asgard. It's it's you know it's not it's not world. on Earth. All right, but even, even who did you even say even the better. other character who the Rock dude who I'm Korg Korg? He's one of the um, Warbound from War the, Planet. Yes, Hulk. okay. Uh, and the other thing that I two rumors that I've heard. One is that they showed some like pictures from Infinity War that Thor ends up like crashing, essentially like literally crashing into the Guardians. The other rumor is that, and who knows whether that they'll end up doing this, but the rumor is that the post credits or like the the bonus for this to mm. end a Ragnarok is 
Thor and Hulk or just Thor, like, that the Guardians are going to make, like, a cameo, a cameo in okay. Thor Ragnarok. That's the rumor, but, uh, you know, I might, I, I might actually be mixing things up in my head. I might be making that up. But, that would uh, be cool. Uh, but, yeah, super, super excited about that. Um, talk about, before we, well, yeah, we'll wait on Justice League for a moment. So, can we discuss the bizarre ass one that I think I, we're not the only ones. I think <laughs> right. this caught I think this caught everyone off guard. Yeah. Everyone was just like, "What the hell did we just watch?" Yeah, like, you just showed that to me, and I'm like, "How could they merge I, these?" Two I sh- I showed it to you because I had the same reaction. I was looking at the other previews from San Diego Comic Con, of... and I was just like, "What the hell is bright?" Because I, I just saw like a picture. I saw a picture, and one of them was a picture of a character with, like, they had thumbnails of the previews, and one of them was a thumbnail of the elf character with ears. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so it's a fantasy movie. And then I saw the other trailer, which was like Will Smith in a cop uniform, and I was like, what the hell is this movie? What the Bad hell? Bad is- boys meet what? Fucking Lord, Lord of the, the Rings? Rings. Yeah, I guess. Do you know what? Another weird comparison that you guys never saw this, but it's. For this type of thing, uh, actually pretty decent, uh, a YA adaptation, the uh, Shania or whatever Chronicles, surprisingly good. <laughs> for I've being never heard a of this. It was on MTV for, I don't, Shanana, Shanara? Shanara Chronicles, I think. Oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I just, I just, it, it, it's not mine either. I think I just like out of idle cry, uh, curiosity, like was like flipping channels, and I was like, "Wait, MTV has a fantasy show?" And I was just like, "Okay, let me see what this is." And it's like one of those things that you watch, and there's parts of it that are very like YAE that are just kind of, you know, not. I'm not the core audience, so it's, it's like a little bit intolerable mm-hmm. and. Some of the actors on it were bad, but that's a lot of shows, a lot of fantasy yeah. shows. But there are parts of it that you're watching and you're just like, this, okay, this is really intense. Especially the violence. The violence is super, it's like almost, almost, but not quite. Just for watching it on TV, you're just like, this is almost Games of Throny level violence happening right now. <laughs> um, that I was just like, this is interesting, but... It's the only thing I can compare it to because Shannara Chronicles is like the premise is supposedly it's like way in the future and magic and everything have come back and all the people there don't know. There was some weird cataclysm. That is like Game of Thrones. Uh, but but in this, like you you literally like they're traveling through like what seems like medieval countryside or whatever and there's magic and everything and then all of a sudden they come out of the medieval countryside and there's the remnants of the George Washington Bridge oh. like it's that kind of thing where it's like they find like you're like oh clearly something happened and this is earth and it's you know it's like uh, you know what the other thing I could compare it to uh, which is a show that I love also same thing is uh Shit on AMC. I just started watching it. Why am I drawing a blank Badlands? on this? Badlands. Into the Badlands. Uh, similar thing. It's like something happened and the world has gone back to being like weird and medieval. 
But yeah, bright super strange. I don't even know how to like item. I'm not. I don't. I'm not excited about it. I'm more like perversely curious, curious, like morbidly curious. I think most of us feel exactly like that. We don't know everything. Everyone's reaction to it that I've read has been the exact same thing and been like, what? Number one, why did Will Smith? Well, no, we know why Will Smith. It's I make the joke. Nowadays, Will Smith wakes up every day and like, okay, what genre can I ruin today? Um, but it's what's interesting about it is I don't remember. Maybe I read something about it. But I don't remember reading anything about this. Like it seemed to come out of nowhere. It seemed to come out of nowhere. I'll say this: if if this didn't have the Netflix a, association with it, I would automatically assume that this is going to be a terrible movie. Yeah, but. It is a Netflix property, so I'll give yeah. it the benefit of the doubt. I'd be curious to see whether it's based on something, to see what it's based on. Um, there is another Netflix movie that's already come out that we might not... You guys probably haven't watched it, but... Special. No, Okja. I wanna oh, I want to see that. Yeah. You do, and you also don't. It's going to break you. It's so... Oh, God, it's... Jason Bateman. If you it. don't know, that's that's... That's the Ozarks. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Okja is the is the directed by the guy who did the host. Yeah. Uh and and uh and Snowpiercer. It is Ooh, uh, Oh yeah, I saw Snowpiercer. It's oh, it's that's... about uh Tilda Swinton is in it, um Paul Dano is in it. Uh, it's a fantastic cast. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a bet. You won't know it's I'm telling you Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. You probably won't register that it's Jake Gyllenhaal until way later in the movie. Hmm. Uh, he plays a scientist and he's goes batshit insane. It's about basically uh, this experiment where there are these genetic, genetically developed like super pigs, and they breed them, and there's like this competition, and they're supposed to be the new food source, and then this girl out in like Korea raises one, and it's to this huge thing. And the scientists go out and it's like, how did you get her so big? We want, we're now mass producing these things. How did you do this? And it's a whole drama and commentary on like the, it's both sort of a weird like girl befriends monster movie, but it's also a huge commentary on like the uh, agribusiness and mass farming of animals. And yeah, dude, it's it's emotionally, it's gonna you'll get to the end, and there are parts of it in the end where you're just like, and the effects for what it is are amazing. Like the Okja, the 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 actual creature, and there end up being more of them, but like, he's so well realized that like you sympathize, like it's a character, wow. uh, and it's just yeah, it's emotionally draining. Like you, you watch it, it and you get to the end and you're just like, you're just, especially if like you're an ant sort of, if you're even like nominally an animal lover, it it's going to. Netflix gonna, original? Yeah. Uh, not exact. It isn't. They're, they're releasing it exclusively is, is the impression that I got. Yeah. It's, I would highly recommend it. Although I will say it's, 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 it'll make you very sad <laughs> by the end of that movie. Um, that yeah, being I saw said. That. It looked- 
Yeah, yeah it's it's weird, but then when you watch it, yeah. I, I'm prepping you ahead of time to say that, like, the description does not do justice to what the movie actually is. Okay. It sounds like something I would actually... I, I w- yeah. Would, I would enjoy, you know, being sad and all, but still. But you also, if you've seen his other films, like, if you've seen seen The Host, The Host is a, mo- a traditional monster movie that's like also... That movie. it's it's All of his movies are about... Here's what it's about, but here's what it's really about. Like, the host is, like, a, a monster movie kind of in a tradition of Godzilla. But Godzilla, even Godzilla, is actually, like, a parable about the dangers of nuclear ex- experimentation. The host is really about the dangers of industrial pollution. That's really what the host is about. Snowpiercer is really about class warfare. <laughs> like, it's, like, this crazy, you know action film that takes place on a train but the train is devel- is divided into like classes and it's I, a really a movie you know i never got i never got around to seeing snow sure. it's really good it's really a movie about class warfare is really what that movie is about uh but yeah okja is, is similar so there's that so bright yeah I, it's super weird i don't know i'm gonna watch it out of morbid curiosity it's gonna be one of those movies that i just get around to at like 1 a.m so justice league I was telling this to Eve. The most exciting about that exciting part about that preview is not something that you visually see in the preview. It is two words that Steppenwolf says, the villain, when he's narrating. No lanterns. And the reason why that's exciting to me is that confirms, number one, that the Lantern Corps exists, already exists, in the DC Extended Universe, and number two, that there's no Green Lanterns on Earth yet. And I know they're not going to delve into this, I don't think, in Justice League at all, but to tease that is like my nerd brain goes, that's an interesting story in and of itself that I don't think they're going to touch on, but it would be really... At least not yet. It'd be interesting if they briefly touch on it. It's like, or if the one of the rumors is that the... Of course Superman is coming back, and of course I th- I'm 90% sure that it's Superman that he, that Alfred is talking to in that scene. There's a of a red cloak. This is what people have said, that that's Superman. Other people have said that it's, it's when Bruce is looking at the picture, the hologram, people have said that that's not Superman. It's actually a hologram of Supergirl, that she's, that she's going to be the one who's in it. But no, we all know Superman is going to be in Justice League, at least briefly. Probably not till the end. What would be awesome, because apparently there are rumors that there are one or two other characters who are going to be in The other theory about the red thing is that it's, it's going to be Martian, Marhan, Martian Manhunter, who I also think might be in the movie uh, as, a, as a minor character who comes in. What I would love, again, here's that, that, that thing that we've kind of discussed about DC, is here's what would be the cool thing to do that they're not going to do. Which is uh, the side story of Justice League is there is a Lantern Corps. There is a reason why Green Lantern isn't in this is because the entire time uh, that the Green Lantern is going to be the character who comes near the end to help them out. They're not going to do this. It would be awesome. 
just because I was thinking about it. the whole no, lan- no lanterns thing is what got me off on this. Is just like there's clear that means there's clearly a lantern core, uh, but there isn't any lantern core on Earth, which means either Hal Jordan or whoever they decide is going to be. I hope it's John Stewart. It's probably who knows, but whoever ends up being the Earth Lantern either isn't the Earth Lantern yet, or there is an Earth Lantern. He's already been chosen, and he's not there because he's on been on Oa this entire... Yeah, he's been training. Uh, that would be awesome. I don't think that's what you're going to do. <laughs> or, But who knows? That could be yeah, completely but I, wrong. I, I know that, that Green Lantern has been on the pipeline for the DC universe, but nothing, uh, nothing any time. It's one of... It's going... It's supposed to be on their pipeline for later on, like maybe 2019-2020. Also, they have Steppenwolf in it instead of Darkseid, even though Steppenwolf is from Apocalypse, and they have the the little flying things are from Apocalypse, but they're no Darkseid. I think they're just going to save Darkseid for another movie. For another movie, yeah. And can we just, no need to rush. Can we just agree that, it, those, that in many ways it's very similar to Avengers 1? I mean, yeah. With like the but alien you... flying things and just... What are you going to do? Um, well, I mean, that's been a staple of uh, DC Comics and those parademons have existed prior to Avengers. Now, those aliens in Avengers, I've never heard of. The Chitauri? Ra- the Chitauri. Well, it's because they couldn't use the Skrulls because the Skrulls were owned by Fox. Oh. You didn't know this? No. Wait. Oh my god. Okay. I did not know okay. this. This is a whole I, I this just, is a whole I, thing. I didn't know the Chitari, the, the Chitari are the Chitari are from are kind of part of Thor's mythos a little mm. bit, but the reason why they had to use the Chitari is because in the original version of everything before everything got split up and before like the rights Fox just was clinging to those rights, which there still are, since Fox owns the right to Fantastic Four, in the original Avengers, it was supposed to be the Skrulls. The Chitauri were supposed to be the Skrulls, but they couldn't... They Read about this. This is absolutely true. The aliens were supposed to be... It was supposed to be a Skrull invasion, and they went through a whole bunch of legal wrangling to get the Skrulls. And because the scrolls are part of the the Fantastic Four properties, Fox would not let go of the rights to the scrolls, so they had to change the scrolls into the Chitari in the Avengers. Yeah, that's why everyone was like, "What the fuck? Who the hell are the Chitari?" It's like it's because they needed to come. They still wanted to keep the script that they they had written with the giant alien invasion, but who else are they going to use? Because they can't use the scrolls. They could have used the Kree, but the Kree aren't really invaders. Yeah. Uh, although the Kree have popped, they've now they were in Guardians. Uh, I didn't. I just didn't realize the the scrolls were part of the Fantastic Four universe. I thought it was yeah. just like a general Marvel. So thing. so was Ego and Ego, because Disney and everything now has enough clout and because Fantastic Four did so dismally all three times mm-hmm. were shitty movies 
uh, Fox, and because no one really knows who Ego is. People who are fans of Fantastic Four vaguely know who the Skrulls are. They're big enough characters in the Marvel Universe that people know who they are. Ego was a minor enough character who was also uh, part of the Fantastic Four-like property. But because he was a minor enough character that they Fox didn't think they were going to use, they either sold off or like made a deal with the rights so that Ego could be in Guardians 2. Because technically speaking, Ego is a Fantastic Four property, and Fox owned the rights to that character. But, you know, Disney. Uh, I, I, people have and talked how about... how on earth were they able to, to add uh, Quicksilver to Age of Ultron? He's not called... Because he's not called Quicksilver, and, call, and he's not called the Mutant. Yeah. He's not... They don't call him... They don't know him as Quicksilver in Ultron? They never call him Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Oh, and they don't. He's called Pietro, and he's not Pietro in the X Men films, and he's not a mutant in Ultron. (laughs) And also, probably part loophole. Uh, the rumor also is that Marvel's big fuck you, or the opposite, the big fuck you that that both the companies did to them is like we're both gonna have Quicksilver and Quicksilver's in our movie. Uh. Yeah, and and Fox's kind of fuck fuck you was like we're, I think they, I don't think they call him Quicksilver in that either, but it's clearly the same character. And then I think Marvel's response was like, "Well, fuck you, we're gonna kill him," yeah. <laughs> like, which is you know whatever the bummer. Uh, and Quicksilver's not a great character anyway. Like, Wanda's a much more interesting character, and that's because she's her powers are kind of insane, uh, and she's insane. Uh, yeah. So, that's cool. I don't know, man. Like Justice League, whatever. <sighs> the Flash costume is so terrible. <laughs> I like the guy they have playing the Flash. I I think he's good, but it's just like that costume is awful. I love how I don't know whether he has a name in the comic books, like because I never did enough research. You might know this better than me. He does have a real name in the comic. Let's just treat Cyborg like he's not a real character. He doesn't have a name or anything like that. The best part of the movie we know now are going to be Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa. Dude, you know what it is? You know, honestly, here's what I'm going to say. It's not even Aquaman. It's, it's Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Cyborg, and Jason Momoa. Like that, yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. And I'm not even arguing like race of the character. Fuck, I don't, I don't care about any of that. It literally is more for me just because of the way they they're portraying that, and we're just like, it's like, nah, man. It's like that's not Aquaman. It's it's literally Jason Momoa is now in the Justice League. That's what that is now. Like that's not even like it's like his name ain't Arthur Curry. Come on, look at that man. Jason Momoa is part of the. It's Jason Momoa is a member of the Justice League, and he has Aqua powers. Is that Aquaman? No, it's Jason Momoa. That's who that yeah. is. Like, <laughs> and he's looking. He looks like he has the most fun of all of them making yeah. that film. He doesn't care. He's having fun. Which I hope. I, I mean, I think is weird. Like, I feel like action-wise, or like you know making it interesting because people are kind of like, well, the flash is supposed to be this role. I don't think he's going to be, he hasn't, 
I don't know, but I think the the best part of the movie, like the the relief from all the stupidness, is gonna be Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the the really like the action stuff, like the fight sequences, I think are all gonna be stolen by Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman. Oh, Just yeah. like she stole, yeah. like. She five complete, minutes that she, she was completely in. stole the entire movie out from Batman v Superman, like yeah, just by and, and and I don't even think it really even had that much to do with Gal Gadot. It, it was more like just like no, just the way it was like here are the two characters that you that are the stars of your movie that you've gotten horribly wrong, yeah. and here's the one character you've gotten completely right, and look, she's stolen the entire movie out from under your main characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you guys hear about uh, the, the whole situation with Superman's mustache? I heard about that. It's, it's kind of it's hilarious. So apparently Josh Whedon, who took over... Um, from Zack Snyder for post-production duties. Uh, he needed to, to do some reshoots uh, in post-production. So he had to call them all back for a scene. But um, what's his face? Who, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, thank you. Uh, who right now is in the middle of filming Mission Impossible 6 or whatever. Yeah, and he's sporting a, th- a, like a, uh, uh, yeah, like a porn stash. He's he's got that going on for the for the whatever role he's playing in that film. So he, they had to all get together for this reshoot, and he's he's in full Superman garb, and he's sporting this mustache, and he can't remove the mustache because Paramount Pictures. You know, already has him on contract that he has to have that mustache on the whole time, so he can't sh- he can't remove it. So they still f- apparently still f- filmed the whole scene, and Joss Whedon is gonna have it CG removed. <laughs> it's gonna be real interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's essentially he's just Omni Man. He's Omni Man from Invincible. <laughs> If you ever like, there's been some jokes. Like someone drew, like uh, there's an artist who I follow on Twitter who's like, yeah, I drew, I drew Spider-Man and uh, no, Spider-Man, Jesus, uh, Superman with this with the mustache, and he just kind of looks like Freddie Mercury. And I was just like, I was like, no, 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 you didn't draw, you drew Omni Man from <laughs> Invincible. If you've ever seen Omni Man, like Invincible's dad, or just the Viltrumite, the Viltrumites, is that what they are? In Invincible, if you, by the way, if you haven't read Invincible, you should be reading the Invincible comic book. It's amazing. Uh, but the aliens, uh, the like Superman characters, the essentially like the the Viltrumites, I think is what they're called, who are essentially like the Kryptonians in Invincible's universe. They all have these mustaches, and I think it's it's hilarious. I I'm totally think it's intentional that they all have these weird porn mustaches, like this weird joke uh, that no one is really brought up. But I'm convinced that it's a it's a joke between like Corey Walker the, and and. Robert Kirkman, who created the book, that, like, why do all of the male characters from this alien race all have this weird porn, 70s porn mustache? Yeah, so, whatever. So, Justice League. Is that everything from San Diego Comic Con? I'm, I'm sh- well, it's all the stuff. <coughs> yeah, those are the main stuff we care about. Yeah. yeah. I saw a couple other things that I watched, and, I, and the funny thing is, like, I can't remember what they are, so they must... Oh, yeah, the new Guillermo del Toro movie that looks really interesting. Yeah, I saw a preview. I saw the trailer. <laughs> and, uh, 
Fucking hell, we haven't talked about the other sort of Guillermo del Toro thing that they did the teaser for, that John Boyega is in. Oh, oh Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. The Pacific Rim is an uprising, which, by the way, the preview doesn't really show you anything. Even, like, the special effects look like they're not. It looks like special effects that are, aren't for the film, but they're special effects for, like, an ad. You know, the, the way it's kind of like a promotional, like, military promo thing. It looks like the effects for that are in movie that have been produced but aren't the actual, like, Jaegers because they look kind of, like, weird, cartoony-ish. But just, a, but just the fact that it's, it's happening and the fact that it looks like John Boyega is in it is just, like, uh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. I think that's everything. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. I was just like, I was like is there anything I own Guillermo? I was like, oh, fucking Pacific Rim 2! Another movie that it's like, you and I and, and Megris, we all saw together and we love that movie. There, there's like a certain segment of the population that got that movie and loved it. And then there's a, a, a much, apparently a much larger swath of the population that it's saw that movie. It's not yeah, for it's, everyone. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. I like giant robots, Voltron. You know, yeah, shit man. Like that. Of course, I'm going to be down for that. Giant robots fighting giant monsters. What else do you need to know? No That's re- Ready Player no One. Yeah, has that. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, is that? It, do we? I think. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah, other so. stuff. There's plenty of other stuff from San Diego Comic Con, yeah. but none of us went, so it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. not like any of us were in, in any of those panels. But you know, it's always every time there's San Diego Comic Con, it's all the previews that come out, and you have to like. You have to be excited about it because, you know. Uh, oh, one, well, no, I'll, di- I'll discuss this off mic because it's part of the other episode that okay. we did. Okay, so later, y'all. Toodles. Later.